Welcome to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast, a peek into the minds and strategies of the world's greatest copywriters, marketers, and persuasion experts. And now, here's your host, Brian Cassangina. Hey, listeners, welcome back to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast. It's a great privilege to welcome a good friend of mine, Chris Larb. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, Chris. Yes, you got it. Thanks, man. Cheers, man. I mean, I always get the same thing with my last name, Casandina, so uh, um, I, I probably get a lot worse than you, but uh, um, I wanted to make sure I, I say your name right because uh, um, I've grown to uh, know you a bit as a copywriter and, and as a person. We finally met up in person at, at TNC the other week, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I wanted to have you on the show because uh, it's really fascinating some of the stuff you're doing. Um, I know that uh, that you've been around for a while doing copy and and uh, you certainly got the copy chops because you got me to pay five grand for a course with you. So um, uh, <laughs> and that that's that's uh, um, been well worth it. And and uh, so I know you know your stuff, but uh, for those of uh, out there listening to this podcast who don't know who Chris Lab is, um, tell us a bit about yourself. Okay, cool. So probably the 60 second version of my story, I was doing B2B sales for a very successful marketing agency in LA. Uh, super cliche, but I had started to travel after my girlfriend and I broke up, I was going to Bali and Colombia and just traveling overseas by myself. My dad's friend sent me a copy of the four hour work week. I read it, was like, yeah, I'm gonna be the next Tim Ferriss. So I <laughs> saved up a bunch of money, paid off my debts, quit my job and have been working for myself online ever since. That was at the end of 2010. So about to have, um, in the next two years or so, gonna have my 10 year quit my job anniversary, which is uh, been even more sentimental for me than my birthday. Um, So yeah, I went down the internet marketing rabbit hole, was experimenting with SEO, affiliate marketing, AdSense websites, trying to do a PPC agency and Stumbled upon copywriting, was using my skills for the other businesses that I was trying to get off the ground, and ended up just kind of failure after failure, and finally got a little kind of micro reputation management agency off the ground doing lead generation via direct mail. And that was the first time I really had success with any of the marketing that I was trying to do, businesses that I was trying to market and continued to grow that via direct mail. Um, Had to shut it down because of fulfillment issues, but realized that, hey, I've actually been able to generate results via the written word. So I continued using my skills, ended up starting to write for clients in 2015. And unlike most copywriters, I really never got that excited about doing client work. I don't know if it was because, I don't know if you remember from John Carlton's kick-ass copywriting secrets of a marketing rebel training. Um, In that training, he talked about how the copywriters who make the most money are the ones that write for their own projects and their own products and whatnot. I do remember that. And um, and yeah, that really stuck with me. So I've paid the bills and I've worked with some big name clients as a freelancer. Um, Haven't really done any freelance projects in about two years now. I've just always trended towards using my copywriting skills for my own businesses and my own products. So yeah, still doing that today. Don't really take on any freelance clients anymore, but almost everything I do is copywriting uh, dependent or focused these days. 
Yeah, it's really interesting how you uh, mentioned direct mail um, before. That's how you were um, marketing your agency. So that's really fascinating because everyone's so in love with the online stuff. But um, the reality is that uh, uh, direct mail is, um, I mean, I think that it's it's uh, so unusual. It's got to work for that reason. So tell us a bit more about what you're doing there. So it's been a couple of years since I've done it, but direct mail is always something that's fascinated me, um, especially as I've gotten more involved in Facebook ad funnels and whatnot. Um, I personally have never done direct mail on a mass scale. Uh, what I was doing was pretty small scale, just 50, 100 mailers going out at once, uh, targeted, customized, kind of typical Dan Kennedy, uh, bulky mail, super yeah. customized to the prospect. And it got really good. Um, it got good enough. You know, I think I was getting like, I didn't even know what I was doing. And my very first campaign was getting about a 7% response rate. I thought that was great at the time. Came to found out that there were people getting, you know, 20 and 30%. <laughs> but yeah, you know, when you look at Facebook ad costs these days relative to, you know, from the time someone opts in or you're talking about 2% conversion rate on a sales page or whatever, you can be spending... Uh, you know, $10 just to get an email opt-in and anywhere from, you know, $50 maybe to get a conversion on a low-end product to in the high ticket space, which is mainly where I operate these days, um, $150, $250, $400 just to get a call booked on your calendar. Mm. So when you look at, you know, the cost of doing direct mail, um, you know, a couple dollars all the way up to say $10 to do something like a, a lumpy mail FedEx, um, and you look at the response rates on that, it, it's just a slam dunk. You know, it, it just makes a lot more sense. And everybody has drifted towards online marketing so hard that if you think about, you know, you receive, you receive a FedEx from someone, that's going to get your attention. You know, there's a 100% guarantee that the recipient is going to open that. They're going to read it. So, yeah. Um, are, you, are you on just email list? Um, I am. Uh, I don't really read his news. I don't read any any marketers' newsletters at all. Um, I have them all set to go up to a random file. But I saw what he did with his live event in that lumpy mail package. Yeah, and I, I thought, thought it was one of those brilliant. Thailand, so he actually sent him overseas and everything. Yeah, I thought that was one of the most potential, like viral internet marketing campaigns of all of 2018. I mean, mm. that was just brilliant what he did there. Yeah, I was dying to do an unboxing video, but I guess uh, he did, probably doesn't. I didn't do it because he probably doesn't want his uh, his uh, a direct mail package, you know, spewed out all over Facebook for everyone to copy. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's an amazing package, great copy and uh, uh, awesome grabbers inside. So um, yeah, and, and he filled up that he filled up that seminar. Um, he sold out all the seats uh, for um, twenty five grand a pop. So um, it definitely worked. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to just kind of give the 30-second overview of what that package was all about for your listeners who, you know, don't really know what we're talking about here? Yeah, because uh, um, Justin Goff is uh, is a copywriter who um, has come to some prominence in the last couple of years. And uh, I've been on his email list for, for a while. And basically, you have to apply to be on his email list. Uh, he doesn't really market to newbies and such. Um, so that, that's a context. Which is... Yeah. Just that's to interrupt, funny. but which is yeah, yeah. brilliant positioning in and of oh, itself. Yeah. yeah. So that's the context of where this is coming in. Because if you send out, you spend this kind of money on, on a direct mail package, you've got to be you know, careful of who you're going to send it to because uh, um, one of the uh, um, 
one of the uh, uh, biggest things in the the uh, the package itself was actually a hundred dollar note, which was clipped to the sales letter, and that was your grabber. Um, you know, it's a, it's a standard Gary Gary Halbert. You know, might have might have noticed I've I've attached a hundred dollar note to this uh, uh, this sales letter um, and so forth. So that that creates not only grabs attention, but it's it, uh, it, uh, um, you know, it creates reciprocity. So um, you know, you've got a hundred mm-hmm. bucks in the mail, and and uh, and uh, so you you feel obligated to at least read through the stuff and, and consider because there's a good sales letter and it was well put together. It came in a, um, in a, in a, what a FedEx style box, um, not uh, an actual one, but, uh, um, about that size and shape. So, um, there, he would have got a hundred percent open rate and it would have got a very high, um, uh, consumption rate with that, with that, uh, money mm-hmm. because that's a real, a real hundred dollar note as well. So, um, <clears throat> it's a very, very well put together package. And uh, and yeah, he filled up a, a big seminar. So at twenty five grand a ticket, so that that's the kind of uh, effect you can have with these uh, this kind of a direct mail package. Yeah, yeah, that was everybody I told about it was like, oh my god, can I see it? Yeah. Can I see? <laughs> can I see the letter? Um, I live in Brazil, but all my mail goes to my parents' house in the U.S. just because it takes forever for mail to get here. Yeah, and uh, my dad sent me an email after he got it. He's like, you got some guy sent you a hundred dollars. Looks like some kind of scammer or, you know, some shit like that. And uh, (laughs) I was able to make a funny little Facebook post off of that. But uh, yeah, no, that that was just brilliant right there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, direct mail works and and it's something that copywriters should do. I mean, I used to sell, uh, uh, Years ago, back in the day, probably before you even started online, I sold a, 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 an info product on how to make money on eBay because that was uh, my early days. I did really well on eBay, and um, uh, I sold a course on that, and I sold it purely offline. I took out ads in, in newspapers and magazines, uh, generated leads. To they called a toll-free uh, um, uh, recorded message, left their their deets, and uh, and I sent out the sales and that that. Uh, that free report that I was sending out on the first uh, contact was converting about 10%. And I had a few other letters. Uh, um, the price point was like uh, um, five or 600 bucks too. So um, uh, I, lived, I lived off that for a while, but you know, we forget about doing direct mail. Um, I'm glad to see that, uh, that uh, you're, you're someone who appreciates it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm actually preparing to do another, um, kind of a sniper targeted campaign, probably about a hundred contacts doing something like a FedEx type lumpy mailer in June, uh, next time I go back to the U S. So, um, as you and I continue talking, I'll let you know how it goes. And if yeah, it turns awesome. into, you know, generate some interesting results, maybe I can come back and kind of share how I did it and how it all went down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, back to the online world, um, it's really, um, it's really fascinating because the course that I mentioned before that I did, oh, that it's still going on with you, you know, it's about, uh, about social media and Facebook posting and making money that way. So, um, that's been a really, uh, inter- interesting experience, certainly, uh, um, uh, well worth it for me. And I think all the other guys in the, in the course that feel the same way. So how did, how did that come about and what, 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 uh, um, made you start uh, a project like this? 
So as, as you know, personally, the listeners probably won't know this. I worked for clients on demand, one of the really big, how to get high ticket coaching clients companies out there uh, in 2018 and just saw how many people were frustrated and fed up trying to make these high ticket funnels work. These, you know, Facebook ad to evergreen webinar to strategy session or phone call. And I had had, um, I saw that, uh, you know, the overall funnel itself converts about one in 500. So for every 500 people come through, one person will book a call or one person will become a paying client. I forget which, uh, which one is. Um, and generally speaking, the coaches and experts that run these funnels are closing about 15 to 20% of the people they get on the phone with, which means that they're getting rejected by about 80 to 85%. Um, they're hearing a no on 80 to 85% of their sales calls, which is just extremely discouraging. It makes it hard to get excited about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's bad. Yeah. So, um, it's just discouraging when you're getting rejected on four out of five sales calls that you get on. Whereas I have basically had the opposite. Um, I market my businesses organically, mainly through my written content on Facebook and for my high ticket services, uh, which has been anywhere from 2000 to about 14,000, I'm closing 60 to 90% of the people that I get on the phone with and just very low stress, low pressure sales calls. And looking back, um, I realized that the reason that I had such success selling high ticket over the phone was because I was nurturing my audiences organically. I was giving them, um, I was building a relationship with them, establishing my authority, uh, allowing them to move at their own speed and just get on the phone with me when they were ready. And I just realized it was such a stark difference compared to the paid traffic model. So I launched that program to basically show people how I do that, how I nurture my audiences and how I generate leads and sell my high ticket programs entirely through Facebook organic. And that got a lot of interest. Um, a lot of people who were interested didn't quite qualify for the program, but, uh, yeah, it's been really interesting working with you guys and kind of, um, showing, uh, unveiling my system and how I do what I do and whatnot. And I knew it wasn't just me. I've talked to a lot of people who've seen very similar, you know, 60, 70, 80%, um, closing rates on their high ticket sales calls because they're nurturing their audiences organically. And, there are, so kind of what I'm doing now, um, separate from the program that I've been working on with you is helping experts and coaches use their paid traffic funnels to feed their organic. So we run the kind of similar style, high ticket traffic funnel, but then for the, you know, 95 or 98% of people who don't convert and book a call right away, we feed them into my clients, Facebook groups, or have them follow them on you know social media whatever so that they're able to do that nurturing because over the long run that's going to help them recoup 3x 5x the amount of sales that they're making if all they were doing was paid traffic so yeah that was kind of a test just to see if people had interest in that and there was so i rolled it out and um yeah hopefully hopefully you've been getting some value out of that yeah, I think we all have. And uh, it's been really interesting to get, get your insights on that. Um, I mean, 
posting on Facebook and social media is really interesting because there's a lot of talk about uh, you know whether a link in your post actually um, you know curbs the uh, engagement or the reach uh, or you know whether you should uh, um, uh, pitch or, or just offer value um, so there's a lot of different factors at play so um, it's been really interesting learning about that kind of stuff yeah yeah it's um it's been by far the channel i've had the most success with it's definitely not for everybody if you have no writing skills whatsoever then you should probably do something <laughs> like video or audio or whatever but um yeah i found i'm actually in the process of rolling out a new program right now um this minute and i'm starting to get interest um from non-copywriters in how they can improve their copywriting and social posting because there's a lot of business owners out there that understand the value in doing content marketing, have dabbled in written content, maybe they have a blog, maybe they do some social media. And um, I just saw this gap in the market where almost every copywriting training, like even we were talking about Justin Goff a second ago, him and his partner are in the process of launching a brand new training. Um, just saw a guy post about that yesterday. I know Sean Bostler is about to come out with something. And it's like every single copywriting training on the market is designed how to, sh to show full-time copywriters, like freelance copywriters who get paid to write for clients, how to get better. But there's almost nothing on the market out there that's dedicated to showing just your everyday business owner how they can improve their copy skills, how they can write more effective social media posts, et cetera. So that's an offer that I'm dabbling in right now. Um, I've only been testing it to see if there's any interest over the past couple of days, but yeah. um, so far so good. So cool. yeah, a lot of, a lot of exciting stuff with that, you know, that you can do with copywriting, whether you're full time and a freelancer or just an everyday business owner, um, you know, there's, there's so many different ways that you can use the written word to generate yeah. interest for yeah. your services um, and even sell them uh, entirely via copywriting. So, yeah. So um, uh, it's interesting about as well about the, uh, the non copywriter thing, because it's, uh, it's a big market out there of people who um, haven't, you know, it's going to be a lot more people who have, who don't have never studied copywriting than, than have obviously. Um, this is uh, different though to like the, like a beginner's um, copywriting course. Um, so it's not like uh, um, taking someone who's never studied copywriting and they want to become a copywriter. Um, what you're doing is different from like these beginner type of courses. Yeah. So it's kind of the 80, 20 of copywriting. That's probably the easiest yeah. way that I can explain it. You know, if you look at a lot of the advanced copywriting trainings, it's about, coming up with hooks and coming up with big ideas and some of the more advanced stuff about rhythmic writing and super deep market research and all this stuff. And the, you know, as, as you know, you and I both see a lot of samples from copywriters of various skill levels. Yeah. Um, even, you know, the majority of full-time copywriters really aren't even very good at this stuff. Most, most quote unquote copywriters, can't come up with hooks. They can't come up with big ideas. They don't spend a lot of time on market research. So um, I'm going to be kind of peeling that back, just avoiding that super deep, super academic copywriting stuff and 
really just focusing on the 80-20 of how can you write um, how can you write engaging copy for social media? How can you write engaging emails without having to go super deep into this hand copying sales letters and <laughs> reading hundred year old books and all this stuff? Um, and the, the reason I even had the idea for this program is because, and I know that you follow some of these guys, but some of the guys and girls who generate the most income from social media and who get the most engagement on their posts are non-copywriters. If you look at guys like Bobby Stocks, Adam Lincoln Auger, Justin Brooke, um, you know, there are, there are a lot of people out there who hmm. are not full-time copywriters at all, but have figured out how to kind of channel their inner voice and create really high performing, really engaging uh, social media content. So that's kind of, that's going to be the focus of the program is just really helping people tap into their inner voice and just kind of let loose. Cause I think that's the, the main obstacle that holds a lot of people back. You know, they, um, they just refuse to kind of go on these rants and refuse to really let their opinions be known, let their inner voice out. Um, Whereas if you look at some of these people who just do really well with their social, despite the fact that they're not full-time copywriters, that's really the main difference. You know, they're, they don't hold back. They're willing to really speak their mind about what's going on in their industry and their opinions and da, 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 da. So, um, yeah, it's, it's brand new. I haven't fully put it together, but that's just a pattern that I've noticed. I know there's a lot of people out there who want to be able to, um, yeah. express themselves through the written word more effectively. Yeah, that's really cool because uh, um, sometimes you get held back in the dogma, like, you know, you're supposed to uh, you know, write to a certain formula. You're, you're supposed to handwrite all the letters and, and uh, read all these 200-year-old uh, um, copywriting books and stuff. And, you, and you've got to know who Rotha Reeves was and, and uh, what books he's written and stuff like that. So, um, <clears throat> but, but, yeah, you're right. Like, uh, the best kind of uh, of content marketers are people who who know copywriting. Like uh, um, an example was uh, um, uh, you know when I when I had Mind Valley as a client and I worked a lot with uh, the CEO Vishen Lakiani. He has his own team of copywriters, but um, uh, but he was uh, um, he knew copy himself. He knew what it, what it, what it, what it was like, and and uh, he would get a lot of engagement on his uh, posts as well because he. he kind of knew how to write them. Um, but uh, there's a lot of business owners out there who, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's often what I get when, when they hire me, you know, it's like, uh, Brian, write this because we don't know how to write anything and we're not writers and we're better at video and we're better on stage and so forth. So, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting because it's a really uh, um, missed opportunity for a lot of people, which I think they can take advantage of uh, um, when they do something like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, do you remember the name of the guy who wrote Cash Vertising? Uh, it sounds to me like I don't know. I couldn't tell you who, who actually wrote it. Yeah, I can't remember. I know that I know that book is not as widely respected in the copywriting circles. Um, although there's a lot of a lot of these kind of non copywriters who've had a lot of success with content. Through Eric Whitman. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So. Cash advertising, it's a lot more entry level kind of copywriting book, just kind of skims over 
over the basics and how to write ads, but he built a very successful business mm-hmm. doing live live events, teaching business owners the basics of copywriting. So that was his whole entire, he ran live seminars, you know, just two yeah. or three day things over the weekend and filled these live events with business owners who just wanted to be able to more persuasively yeah. for, for their own businesses. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely know there's a market for it out there. And um, you know who's, yeah. who else is great? Bill Glazer. I don't think anyone's mm-hmm. um, ever hired Bill Glazer to write a sales letter, but uh, but uh, he is a guy who um, has made a lot of money with the written word. Uh, you know, he had his menswear stores and he had uh, he used direct mail in those, and and that was a great example. And and I've read uh, um, he had an outrageous marketing book. It was, the title was something like that, and. And that was a book that at the time when I joined the GKIC um, in a circle, whatever it was, that was the one that they sent out for free. And I, so I read that and that was awesome. Um, so he, he is another master of the, uh, the written word who certainly he wouldn't probably call himself a copywriter at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so uh, speaking of copywriters um, in your experience, who is the uh, uh, who is the weirdest or most quirky copywriter um, or marketer that, that you know of in the industry? Ah, weirdest or quirkiest? That's a good question. Um, I would say Sean Vossler might be the quirkiest. Yeah. He, for the listeners who don't know, Sean Vossler is a copywriter and marketing funnel consultant to some very big names in our industry, um, eight figure experts, Ty Lopez, Alex Becker, etc. cetera. Um, so his, his background is copywriting. It's the fundamentals or kind of the basis of everything he does for his clients, but he refuses to refer to himself as a copywriter for positioning reasons and just not to get pigeonholed into that um, into that career or just kind of that positioning. But what's really interesting about him is that he's actually, or quite possibly, the only writer I know who's extremely good at graphic design. So, you know, they're typically somebody is one or the other or just not artistic at all. Um, I, I couldn't draw a circle to save my life. Like I, I'm the worst drawer slash artist in the Same world. Here. And I think most, yeah, you know, most writers fall into that category, but he is very skilled on the graphic design side of things. So if you look at his um, info products and courses that he puts out, I mean, they're just stunning, just beautiful, the way he combines his content with visuals. So he does that um, on himself because I just bought his book and, and his latest website. He did, he does all the graphics as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was just talking to him out in TNC and um, yeah. So he, he's definitely quirky, um, interesting guy to follow on social media, very intellectual, but also very good at just writing conversational copy that gets results. So um yeah, I just I actually just didn't really even know about him until recently, and we've been talking a little bit. And uh, yeah, very very interesting guy um, to follow. Mm, cool man. Um, uh, speaking of following, I think that uh, that you're a uh, a good one to follow uh, for sure. I mean, how can people uh, find out more about you and what you do? Is it just a case of following you on uh, on social media or, or somewhere something else? 
Yeah, no, I do have a website. I don't use it for anything at all. Uh, it's just chrislaub.com, L-A-U-B. But yes, almost everything I do is through all the content that I post is through my Facebook, uh, just personal profile. Um, yeah, you can just look me up, Chris, L-A-U-B. And yeah, try to post uh, almost every day. And um, yeah. Yeah, cool, man. I think everyone listening to this podcast should definitely do that because uh, you're one of the guys who um, does post uh, good, insightful content and uh, and shows the rest of us how it's done. So um, I strongly recommend that everyone should kind of add you on Facebook. Do you have a page as well? Because I mean, I got, if you go up to 5,000 friends, you know, it's going to be uh, – um, people can follow you, but uh, there's, uh, do you have a page as well? Yes, it's linked to from my personal profile. It's also just Chris yeah. Lobb. Um, yeah. Similar to my website, I don't use it for anything. I probably should be. But um, yeah, if you just type my name into Facebook, mm-hmm. you'll find uh, those two options for connecting. Yeah, same as me. My personal profile on Facebook is where I, where all the action is. You know, I've got a page, but uh, um, I never use it just like you. And um, I don't do much on my sites either, although I'm building up at the moment. So so yeah, everyone who's listening to this, definitely go uh, on Facebook and, and uh, add Chris Lobb or, or at least follow him. Uh, check out his stuff because uh, you'll learn a lot and you just might end up um, in a, a really cool course at some point, which, uh, which you're very glad that you spent the money on. So um, yeah, thanks for coming on, Chris. I really appreciate your insights here. It's been very, very educational, very uh, um, insightful. So thanks for that. Uh, and uh, we'll have to have you back on the show again sometime. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Good talking with you. All right. Thanks, man. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Geniuses of Copywriting with Brian Casagina. To get the full transcript and all the resources mentioned on today's show, go to www.geniusesofcopywriting.com now.